Hello everyone, this is Sal, and welcome to the Cryptocurrency Informer, a weekly series highlighting some of the more notable events going on in the crypto and crypto-adjacent spaces. Today's episode will cover events happening the week of April 13th, 2020. More information about each of the stories discussed in today's episode can be found at talk.bitcoin.tax. Purse.io, a popular marketplace platform that allowed users to buy Amazon goods with crypto at a discounted rate, is shutting down. On Thursday, the official Twitter of Purse.io said, We've made the very difficult decision to dissolve the company. We're grateful for the opportunity afforded by our supporters to build products and services for the cryptocurrency community. In addition, an article was posted on the Purse.io website by the team support manager that says the following. As of today, April 16, 2020, new signups have been disabled. Shop and earn functionality will be disabled next week on April 23, 2020. Open orders that have not been matched will be canceled. Purse.io will cease operations on June 26, 2020. If you have a balance on Purse.io, please withdraw all funds as soon as possible. So far, no official reason for the closure has been given. Google has removed 49 cryptocurrency wallet browser extensions that were revealed to be stealing users' data and their cryptocurrency. According to the researchers who identified these malicious extensions, essentially the extensions are phishing for secrets, mnemonic phrases, private keys, and key store files. Once the user has entered them, the extension sends an HTTP POST request to its backend where the bad actors receive the secrets and empty the accounts. They go on to state, we have identified 14 unique C2s, aka a command and control server that continues to communicate with your compromised system. But by using fingerprinting analysis, we can link specific C2s to each other to conclude which of the phishing kits have the same bad actors behind them. The researchers posit that based on some of the data they are seeing, the attacks could be traced back to Russian bad actors. They say that the malicious extension started to hit the store slowly in February 2020, with increased releases through March 2020, and then rapidly releasing more extensions in April 2020. However, these extensions were removed within 24 hours of the researchers reporting them to Google. The most targeted brand of wallets included Ledger, MyEtherWallet, and Trezor. The two groups responsible for this research are MyCrypto and Fishfort, who have provided a great write-up on Medium explaining their findings and providing security tips for how cryptocurrency users and traders can protect themselves from these types of bad actors. You can find the link on talk.bitcoin.tax. Important and expansive details about Facebook's digital currency project, Libra, were revealed on Thursday. Libra was announced last year and at the time was partnered with big names in tech, crypto, and financial services like PayPal, Lyft, Coinbase, MasterCard, eBay, and more. In the months following the public reveal of Libra, heavy criticism followed and many of these big names withdrew support. Likely in response to bad publicity and governmental regulatory issues, a very different version of Libra was revealed on Thursday. The original Libra white paper, which was published in June of 2019, has been updated with the following four key changes. One offering single-currency stablecoins in addition to the multi-currency coin. Two, enhancing the safety of the Libra payment system with a robust compliance framework. Three, foregoing the future transition to a permissionless system while maintaining its key economic properties. And finally, four, building strong protections into the design of the Libra reserve. Each of these four changes is elaborated on in detail in the updated white paper. According to TechCrunch, each of the stablecoins will be backed by a fiat currency. They say there will be a multi-currency Libra coin, but it won't be a cryptocurrency per se. It'll be a digital composite of those single currency stablecoins. When you send one Libra, you'll actually send a fraction of USD-backed, Euro-backed, and GBP-backed, etc. stablecoins. 
For listeners who are interested in finding out more about the updated version of Facebook Libra, we've provided a link to the official Libra white paper at talk.bitcoin.tax. On the non-cryptocurrency front, millions of Americans are still waiting to receive their stimulus checks from the United States government. While many Americans already received their stimulus payment this week, many others who are eligible are still waiting. The IRS released a Get My Payment tool Wednesday, which was meant to allow individuals to enable direct deposit by entering their banking information. According to a large volume of user reports, this tool was marred with technical errors from its inception. The primary error that users are reporting is a page stating that their payment status is not available. In addition, users are reporting being locked out of the tool for 24 hours after attempting to enter their information multiple times. The population of people reporting these issues varies, but includes individuals who did not provide their banking account information on Form 1040, individuals who recently filed their 2019 taxes, individuals who owed the IRS, and Social Security recipients. Amidst these issues, the IRS has been boasting the effectiveness of this tool, leaving many Americans confused and concerned about the status of their stimulus payment. That's all for this week's episode of the Cryptocurrency Informer. More information about each of these stories can be found at talk.bitcoin.tax. Stay tuned every Friday for a new episode and be sure to check out the Bitcoin Taxes podcast where we talk to experts in the world of crypto, blockchain, and taxation. Everybody, please stay safe out there and have a great weekend.